0: So, if you have your Bibles, go to Hebrews chapter 11, just for a few minutes. You've got sermon notes that you can follow along with today, and, and we're going to look into we're going to look into God's Word. And <clears throat> today we're talking on, on the the word dependability, and we're looking at a, a very famous famous character by the name of Noah. We're going to look into into God's Word, and uh, if I can find Hebrews chapter 11, I can can help you out there. There we go. So this whole year as a church, we're going to do nothing but just look at the great men and women of the Bible. It's called the Hall of Faith. It's it's men and women who the Bible says they're a cloud of witnesses. They're, They're up in heaven. You're your parents, your grandparents, your loved ones, men and women who have gone on before us, and they are cheering us on. They are they're, they're helping us to run the race of life. I love our, our, our phrase, heroes of the faith, wisdom to run life's race. If you were to one, run one lap with Noah, what would he say to you? What wisdom would he give you? And so, In Hebrews chapter 11, they list out several dozen men and women of the faith, and so we're going uh, verse by verse and and character by character, and today we're looking at Noah, and we're in uh, Hebrews chapter 11, uh, verse 7. If you're with me, let let me hear an amen. Amen. By faith, Noah, when warned about the things not yet seen, in holy fear, built an ark to save his family. By his faith, he commended... the world, condemned the world, and became the heir of righteousness that comes by faith. So today we're talking on uh, the topic of dependability. Uh, Go to Genesis chapter 6, and we're going to camp out here for the next few moments. Genesis chapter 6, and we're going to look at the story of uh, Noah and the ark. I love the quote the PC share: the greatest ability is dependability. I love what Sandra said, you depend on God, God depends on you. What would people say about you and your dependability? More importantly, what would God say about you? Are you a man of your word? Are you a woman of your word? Are you someone that follows through? Are you someone that, 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 that backs out when it's inconvenient? Are you someone that just kind of slides and slips away when things get tough? Are you dependent? And one of the characteristics that that, that, that we need is that ability to be dependable, faithful. And Noah demonstrated that. Uh, Look in your notes on the definition of uh, dependability. I love this. It's the quality of of consistently living a life of loyalty, trustworthiness and reliability even if it means unexpected sacrifice. Now, I got to tell you this morning, I'm I'm kind of cheating because I've already preached this sermon once. I preached it this week and this has never happened. This is super cool. So I'm taking Austin to his uh, medical appointments. And I found myself in the lobby of a doctor's office, and Austin was in with the doctor, and I was multitasking. I've got my backpack with me, I've got my laptop, I've got the, and I'm in the lobby, and there's no one in the lobby except for two young ladies who were working the front desk, and I just simply asked them, I said, Would you mind, could you print something out for me? And it happened to be my message notes because I had an hour or two in the lobby. So I thought, I'm going to study. I'm going to prepare and get ready. So I asked them to print out my sermon notes. I didn't tell them it was my sermon notes. I just said, would you please print this document out? Well, they printed it out, and she sneaked a peek at what it was. And she says, this is really cool. What is this? And I said, I'm glad you asked. (laughs) This is my message notes for this Sunday. And both of them said, this is really cool can we get a copy and i said absolutely you make yourself a copy give me a copy and when they handed me the copy the the two young ladies said, would you mind teaching us on what you're teaching this sunday and god is my witness in the lobby of a doctor's office i sat there with my message notes they had their notes they had their pens They were filling in the blanks, and point by point, I went through my whole sermon. I think that's pretty cool. So I feel like I'm cheating because I've already done this once. But it was amazing to see if you just look for windows. Now, when I came to that doctor's office, I wasn't thinking that. But when the Holy Spirit begins to open up doors, you just simply walk through. And what a wonderful way. And I was able to minister to them and pray with them. And it was really super cool. They may be watching today. So at the <laughs> ladies at the doctor's office, thank you for being with us again. Dependability. Dependability is a quality of consistently living a life of loyalty, trustworthiness, and reliability, even if it means unexpected sacrifice. I was was praying really hard this week. God, give me a visual of what it means to be dependable. What does dependability look at? Give me, God, and I prayed and I prayed, and boy, I was praying hard and working up a good prayer, trying to get this wonderful, super spiritual example of what it means to be dependable. And all I came up with, duct tape. And superglue. My house is held together by duct tape and superglue. It doesn't matter what color. Blue, green, brown, black, when Tammy asked me to fix something. I'm praying in the back of my mind, I hope I've got enough duct tape. And if duct tape doesn't work, I got super glue. Pipes, sprinkler systems, hoses, in the kitchen, in the bathroom, anywhere in my house, I know that if something's broken, I can fix it with duct tape and superglue. Why? It's never failed me. It has always been there. I can depend on duct tape and superglue. And when God was in a difficult situation... The Bible says in Genesis chapter 6 that, 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 that man had gone sideways. Man was just terribly disobeying God and living just, just in terrible ways. So much so that God said, I am upset that I've even made man. He was, he was broken hearted. As a parent, I'm sure you're here today and, 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 and your kids have, have, have disobeyed and sometimes the heartbreak that that brings. God was so upset. He said, I am disappointed that I've made man. I'm going to start over. In fact, I don't even know what I want to do, but this is not working. And the Bible says that he found somebody who was dependable. He found somebody that he could count on. He found somebody that, in, in spite of sacrifice, he knew that he would be able to count on Noah. The Bible says that God asked Noah, Noah, I'm going to ask you to do something that you've never done before. No, I'm going to ask you to do something that, that there, there's not a textbook that we can go read and find out how we're going to do this. Noah, I need you in the worst of ways. And I'm hoping, Noah, that, 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 that I can depend on you and count on you. There's a lot at stake here today. You've never done this before. This is not going to be easy. This is not going to be fun. This is going to demand everything from you. But, Noah, I need you to step up. I need you to be dependable. I need you to be like duct tape. I need you to stick like super glue. I don't want you to waver. I don't want you to backslide. I don't want you to go sideways. I want you to to, to do what I ask you to do. And I know you got a lot of questions. I know there's a lot going on. But I need you to be dependable. See, the Bible says that Noah walked with God. And they had a relationship. And through that relationship, As Sandra said, God trusted him and and he trusted God and there was this beautiful relationship that came to a climax where God said, I'm going to end it all and I need you to step up and do something and build an ark for me. I'm wondering today if, if we're like duct tape and super glue. Or I wonder if we're just kind of, when it's convenient, God, you can count on us But when there's it demands a little bit of sacrifice, when it demands a little bit of my time, when it demands a little bit of my money, when it demands a little bit of my energy, I just don't know if I'm the one, God. God raise up men and women in Pine Castle, United Methodist Church, that are like Noah. They're dependable. They're faithful. And even in the midst of unexpected sacrifice, you can count on them to be there and to stick like glue. You're probably wondering what Noah's name means. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> Quiet rest. Hmm. Hmm. Quiet rest. No stress, no anxiety, no fear, no worry, not getting overwhelmed with the the task at hand. See, Noah was cool, calm, and collective, and he had a quiet rest about him. I love that. He didn't panic. He didn't get stressed out. Because of his relationship with God and because of him walking with God, when God asked him to do an impossible task, watch this. He was calm and collected and cool, quiet rest. I'm wondering if we as believers have that same kind of confidence when it's asked of us to do something that really is really difficult, do we, do we panic? Do we, do we get scared? Do we get fearful? Do we get stressed out? Or do we have that calm confidence that says, God, I've never done this before, and God, I don't even know what an ark is, but God, there is a calm, quiet rest, because if you've asked me to do this, this means that you believe that I can do it, and I want to be dependable. Dependable. Your grandkids are counting on you to be dependable. Your wife is counting on you to be dependable. Your children are counting on you to be dependable. Your community is counting on you. Your boss is counting on you to be trustworthy and reliable and to stick like glue until the job is finished. And I'm afraid that we've got a generation of people that are just conveniently avoid responsibility and we need to make sure that as believers, we are dependable. Now, look on the back of your notes, and you're going to see uh, real quickly. Are, are you still with me? Do I, can I have a few more minutes? The back of your notes, you're going to see dependability matters. Dependability matters. Now, this is not going to go viral, but this is just, this is just me getting ready to say something. This year, we have seen a lot of people holding banners about the things that matter. You got Black Lives Matter. You got Brown Lives Matter. You got Gay Lives Matter. I mean, everybody is entitled to hold up their poster and declare to the world what matters. So I thought I'd put a bandwagon here today, and I've got a poster. Somewhere under here. And here's my poster. You're entitled to hold up whatever poster you want to, and so do I. And I declare today, and I'm holding up this poster. And, and I'm not protesting, but I'm using my freedom of speech to declare today that dependability matters. And so I'm going to give you the same points that I gave those two girls in the doctor's office. How do we learn from Noah how to be dependable? And it's all found at Genesis chapter 6. If you're still with me, let me hear an amen. Number one. I'll probably get a few emails about that, but that's fine. (laughs) Number one, dependability dependability matters. Number one, in the darkest of moments. How many know it was a dark day when God says, I am disappointed that I've made man? I thought this thing was going to work out. I thought by creating man that everything would be good. And, 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 and the Bible says that it was the, in the darkest of moments. And in your life and in my life, in the life of our community, in the life of our church, in the life of our nation, it's in the darkest moments where you and I need to stand up and be dependable. God's counting on us. And it's easy to do that when things are good. Bills are paid, life is good, kids are obeying, everything's fine. It's in the dark moments that God is looking for men and women like Noah to stand up and be dependable. Dependability matters in the darkest of moments. Number two, I love this one. Dependability matters when righteous men and women are found. I love that. The Bible says in Genesis 6, 8, But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Watch this. In the hopeless situation, God found Noah, and the Bible says that he was righteous. Notice it doesn't say he was perfect. It says he was righteous. And I hope that when God looks on you, I hope that when God looks on me, I hope that when God looks on all of us, that he finds some people who are righteous in a wicked world. See, because dependability matters. When it's dark, it matters. And it matters when you and I choose to live a life of righteousness. The Bible says that Noah was righteous in the sight of God. And that's what God is looking for when it comes to dependability. Can I get an amen? Number three, dependability matters by blamelessly walking with God. We talked about that last week. The Bible says uh, about Enoch. We looked at him last week. Enoch did what? He walked with God. Well, guess what? Here's Noah, and what does it say about Noah? Noah walked with who? God. Who are you walking with? Who are you spending time with? You show me the people you're walking with, and I'll show you the person you'll become. Noah walked with God. So watch this. As Noah is walking with God, it happens. There's a transfer of power. When you walk with God and you spend time with God, God takes his character, his love, his courage, his strength, his faith, and it rubs off on you. And automatically, by you walking with him, now everything that God has, you have. And that happens when you walk with God. And by the way, the opposite also happens. When you walk with the enemy... The characteristics of the enemy rub off on you in the same way. The Bible says that Noah walked with God. And he was able to have that quiet confidence. Why? Because he received that through the power of the Holy Spirit from God. And when he was asked to do an impossible situation, he didn't panic or stress. He just walked in that confidence because he was spending time with God. He was walking with God. And dependability matters when you and I choose to walk with God. You can tell when you meet someone who they're walking with. And I don't know about you, but I want to be a man. I want, to be, I want you. I want all of us to live a life that says, man, you know what? He wasn't perfect. He didn't have it all together. But, man, he walked with God. And when you walk with God, great things can happen. Dependability matters when you and I walk with God. Can I get an amen? amen. Number three, I love number four. I love this one. Dependability matters at any age. At any age. Do you know how old Noah was? When he was asked to build the ark. He was 500 years old. Are you too old to be used by God? Absolutely not. I'm sure Noah said, hey God. You want me to build an ark? I I, I got bad back, bad knees, not sleeping at night. He was 500 years old. What is your excuse? (laughs) Your back may ache. Your knees may ache. You may not be able to see like you used to see, but dependability matters at any age. And our excuses do not line up. You can be 101, and God still wants to use you. Can I get an amen? Do you know how long it took Noah to build the ark? 120 years. By the time the project was completed, he was 600. And 20 years. What's your excuse? And it can't be been there and done that. God, I'm now at the age of 65 and I've been there and done that. Let the, gen- the younger generation pick up the pace a little bit. See, those excuses don't cut it in the economy of God. God. And if God could use somebody who is 500 years old, he can still use you. Dependability matters at any age. Aren't you glad God is still using people? Young people, old people, older people. Noah, at 500 years, said, God, I've never done it before. Don't know what I'm doing, but you can count on me because I want to be Dependable. Number six, number five, I'm sorry. Dependability matters for future generations. Look at Genesis 6, and Noah begat three sons. Do you know those three sons spread out over all the world? The lineage comes from these three sons. Can I remind you today, church, let me have your eyes and ears, let's watch There's generations counting on you. The choices you make in the midst of a COVID-19 pandemic, the choices you make, people are going to reap the benefits. There's people, there's generations, your kids, your grandkids, people that don't even know you. They're counting on you. And you and I need to remind ourselves that future generations are counting on, on us to make the right decisions. It can be humbling. It can be sobering to think that your decisions are going to determine the outcome of generations to come. And when Noah was asked to build the ark, in the back of his mind, he must have been thinking, my kids are counting on me. I don't want to work on a project for 120 years. God, I want to retire. I want to sit on the beach and drink pina coladas and read the Bible That's an interesting combo, isn't it? (laughs) I paid my dues. Let somebody else do it. But what drove Noah was the fact that there was a generation of people that were counting on him. And when he had no more strength, when he was tired, when he was weary, he mustered up the strength to say, I'm going to live a life of dependability because people are counting on me. Number six, if you're still with me, let me hear an amen. Bruce, you can go to the keyboard. Dependability matters. Number six, even when you don't understand. How many of you are here today and you like to have all the details mapped out on a spreadsheet and see all of the options before you do anything? Can I I see your hands? Yeah, about half of you. Usually about 25%. Some of you raised your hands and I'm looking, I'm going, yeah, yeah, I can see that, I can see that. I can see that. Do you know that when God asked Noah to build an ark, he didn't even know what an ark was? That word, their ark, means box. And it's interesting. In another story, Moses was put in a small ark as a symbol of salvation that happens when you and I simply obey when we don't understand. God, I've never built an ark. I don't don't even know what an ark is. But dependability is that spirit that says, I may have never done it. I may not even know what you're talking about, God. But I'm going to do it because I want you to count on me. Even when you don't understand. For those of you who like to have all the I's dotted and all the T's crossed, we are called to live by faith. You don't have to have a full Excel spreadsheet with all the details to obey God. It's okay for you not to know. It's okay for you not to understand. It's okay for you to be a rookie. It's okay for you to not have it all figured out. That's what faith is. And when you step out in faith, God steps with you. And he empowers you to do what he's called you to do, even when you don't understand. Number seven, quickly. Dependability matters when we fully obey. I love this. Genesis chapter 6, 22. And Noah did everything. Everyone say everything. Everything. Half obedience is 100% disobedience. noah did everything you know what brings me great joy as a parent when i ask my kids to do something and they do it fully hadn't happened much but when it does (laughs) just kidding Aaron. when it does it's like glory i i I hear angels in heaven singing hallelujah hallelujah Hallelujah. I asked Aaron to take the trash out and he took the trash out. How spectacular. <laughs> How much more does God get incredible joy when you fully obey? Now, there's a lot of times I don't obey by more than I do, but my story this week about the two young ladies in the doctor's office, I could have very easily said, "Oh no. oh, wait don't but I felt the door open and I just obeyed. You leave the results up to God. I don't know what's gonna happen because of that, but I do know this, when we halfway disobey or halfway obey, it's 100% disobedience. Noah did everything. Number eight, I love this one. Dependability matters to break the curse. We're going to close. When the ark landed, at the end of this crazy story, watch this, it landed on the mountain Ariot. You'll see that in your notes. I put it in there. It's Genesis chapter, Genesis chapter 8, verse 4. It landed on the mountain Ariot. What does that mean? Watch this. That region of land and that mountain, Ariat, that word there, Ariat means to reverse the curse. It is the same mountain region that Calvary was on. When Noah obeyed God, fully, when the time was come, the boat landed on the mountain area that says, your dependability has helped to break the curse. And Christ, thousands of years later, on that same mountain region, died on Calvary's cross to reverse the curse. Watch this. And I told these two girls in the office, I said, when you obey, when you are dependable, when God can count on you, family curses are broken. Alcoholism is broken. Diabetes are broken. Cancer is broken. When you live a life of obedience and dependability, Curses are broken over you and your family. I thought I'd have got a a better amen than than that. Look it up. Curses are reversed. And God says, I was ready to quit. I was ready to throw in the towel. But because Noah, because of your dependability, I'm going to rethink this thing. And we're going to get a second chance. But Noah, your dependability helped to break the curse and to give people new life. If Noah hadn't been dependable, you wouldn't be here. And the curse is broken by the power of the Holy Spirit. Jesus, when he died on the cross, he said, the curse is broken. Aren't you glad that Jesus was dependable? Aren't you glad that Jesus didn't quit when it was uh, uh, unfamiliar? And he died on a piece of wood, by the way. Beautiful symbolism of Noah's story and the story of Jesus. Great things happen on pieces of wood when you obey and become dependable. Would you stand up across the auditorium? Let me pray for you. have your eyes. Watch this. This week as you are running the race of life in the balcony, Noah is cheering you on and he's saying to you, he's saying to me just be Don't come up with another excuse. Don't use this yeah but, I'll do it but, just do it even if it means sacrifice, even when you don't feel like doing it, Noah's cheering you on, on this race called life, and he's saying, just Just be there. If you say you're going to do something, just do it. Live a life of dependability because people are counted on you. Lives are at stake. Curses can be broken through the power of the Holy Spirit when you join hands with God and do the impossible. I'm telling you, this this week you are going to be presented with a situation that you're, you're uncomfortable with, that you've never done before, that you don't like. The Holy Spirit's going to ask you to do something you've never done before. Just do it. People are counting on you. And Noah would say to us today, be dependable. Noah would, Noah would stand up with a poster that says, Dependability matters. Be dependable. Be faithful. Follow through to the very end because people are counting on you. Would you buy your hearts with me and let's, let's pray together. God, thank you for the wisdom that Noah gives us today. God, we can hear him in the grandstands cheering us on Lord, we can hear him say, you can do it. If it takes 500 years, you can can do it. Get rid of your excuses. Get rid rid of your reasons why you can't. And just step out in faith and do it. Run well, Pine Castle. Run well. Be dependable. Lord, I pray for your people today, that God, that we would follow in his footsteps. That we would be faithful in little things. And if we're faithful in little things, we'll be faithful, dependable with much. God, I bless them. I pray that fear will be removed, anxiety would be removed, and we'd walk in that quiet rest, that knows that You've called us. You're going to empower us, and we can do it together by the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you. May, may God find you living righteous in this generation join arms with you to accomplish the impossible. In the name of the power of the Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you, church. We'll see you next week. Go and send no more. We'll see you. Bye-bye.